Welcome everybody to Too Legit to Crit, a tabletop role-playing podcast hosted by two guys who are about as useful as a crit table when Justin is rolling. Uh, no, no. Crit fails. We need that table. Yeah, but it was useful in the sarcastic sense. It's still useful because you still need your crit fails. Yeah, it's but now... successes you here, don't need. Let me have my joke, motherfucker. I've waited three. I've waited three weeks for that. I know, but yeah, no. I mean, it's pretty accurate because that's the thing, right? I, I don't even roll ones very often. It's like twos and threes. That's how yeah. annoying it is. I don't even have like the critical fail thing going. Like, no, no, it's just I will fail. Yeah, yeah. just just fail across the board. You and fail at failing. Yeah, I, I fail. Yeah, I just fail. Gonna... My name is John Santana. I'm still Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, Justin. Happy New Year, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, man. First one back in the new year. It's mental. First one back. How was First how was back. your your festive period? It was good. Um, you know, spent some time with family and that, um, and then I went out for New Year's, um, and you know, spent you know, saw the saw the New Year in with some some good people. Um, so that was quite fun, but yeah, no, it was, it was pretty good. A uh, little one got horrifically spoiled by the grandparents as expected. Um, sort of doing the passing the presents round on, on, you know, Christmas morning. And, uh, it was like two presents for my brother, two for my dad, two for my mom, two for me, mountain, the size of a sofa for my daughter. I was like, yeah. we, we were sitting there and I was like, I only have a two-bed flat, guys. Where am I going to put all this? <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I kind of look at it and just kind of go, I don't think I ever got that amount. Well, no, I was like, if I got one present when I was a kid. <laughs> I, I, I had more than one present. I mean, I'm not going to do my, do my parents a disservice. Um, I, I, honestly, I just don't think things were as cool back then. <laughs> well, I think, I think as well, like, part of what it is is, like, from the ages that you can like probably remember, right? Because obviously when you're very young, you get like a shitload of like kids' toys and stuff like that. And then as you get older, you tend to get like a more expensive present. So you don't get as many, right? Like you might get like a games console. So you get fuck all else that Christmas or, or whatever. Cause like they've spent like 400 quid on a games console. Although I don't even think they were that expensive when we were kids, but. I don't think so. I don't remember them being, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I wasn't buying I them. I didn't pay for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think I don't think they were there in the four hundred quid range. No, no, they weren't. I think I think I, I, when I bought my Xbox three sixty, like way back when, uh, my three sixty Elite, I think I, I think it was like two hundred quid. I mean, it's still a, a sizable chunk of money, especially like you know, I was well, eighteen at the time, something like that. I can't even remember when they came out now. Yeah, I remember but, buying the Xbox three sixty Halo Edition. Mm. And I think that was because we're going into euros. I think that was 200 and odd euros. Yeah, it's about that. Yeah. So, I mean, they've definitely gone up in price, but the quality has also gone up. So, <laughs> yeah. And it's supply and demand, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. If people what are prepared to pay for it. Um, how, how is your season of joyousness? <laughs> it was, it was really good. Um, I spent obviously. I spent it with the kids. I spent it with the partner. Mm -hmm. um, New Year's Eve, saw that in. Um, 
you know, saw Rick Astley, Astley absolutely fucking butcher some ACDC, which pissed me I, off. I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to talk about that. Was that was that was my first fucking enraging moment of 2024. Well, I mean, he also broke his promise to everyone because he let us all down. He let he let the nation down. And more importantly, <sighs> he let himself down. He did. He did. I'm the, not mad, the, I'm just disappointed. The moment the moment you shook me all night long started, I went, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <Turn> nope. <laughs> nope. That's it. The year is the year is ruined. <laughs> we got off to a great start. It's over already. So uh, try no, no, again no. next year. <laughs> he already did. Never going to give you up. Why fucking carry on after that? Nobody cares. I mean, exactly. About Rick at, that, at that point, like once you've rickrolled the nation, who cares, right? Yeah, I mean that's it. Why carry on? You know why? Oh, I'm going to start doing songs from other people and just no, yeah. you can't sing no. ACDC. No. Unless AC you're AC/DC. Barely sing. Well, even they can barely sing ACDC. And they wrote no, the song. No, absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, just shocking. a quick one as well. Uh, Couch just put Mega Drive 2 cost 250 when it first came out. So, yeah. So, it, it looks like 200-ish was about the mark for old, older consoles. Two. Yeah, Mega 250 for an old Mega Drive 2. Yeah. Jeez. Dude, the Mega Drive was sick, though. That was my jam when I was a kid. My, my son has just been given for Christmas... A one of those compilation things for his Xbox. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's Mega Drive Classics. Mm. It's like, okay, this is what we're playing, dude. And he's like, I want to play something. No, 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 we're playing this. <laughs> Did you like open it up and you were like, my time to shine? <laughs> like this game. Oh, oh, the worst part about it. It comes up like we we put something like Shinobi on or whatever, and mm. it came up and it was like, press start button. Daddy, what's start button? Like that, that, that one. I that I almost one. died. I was like, yeah, part of my soul committed suicide. It was just. Well, I, I I still remember. Um, I showed uh, well, my my ex's son. I showed him a a, a NES console, like a NES controller from obviously when we were wee little nippers ourselves. He asked me where all the other buttons were. I was like, no, no, that was it. We only needed needed two buttons. And most of the games didn't even use the other button. (laughs) We had two buttons and we were grateful, damn it. (laughs) We had left, right, and jump. That was it. That's all we needed. (laughs) It's depressing because it's true. (laughs) Yeah, but who else needs that? Who needs that? Could, could you imagine if a game came out these days and all you could do in it was move left, right, and jump? I would play the shit out of that. I mean, I would. And let's be honest, we kind of did because I think that was like the whole premise of Doodle Jump when that came out on phones a while back. <laughs> and that was a huge craze. So maybe that's that's what we need in the gaming market. I'm just going to write that down real quick. Yeah, uh, just... <laughs> you know, we don't need anything. But we don't need AAA no, titles. No, 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 just, just jump, jumping left and right. I mean, that's what you need. To be fair, Baldur's Gate has already fucking decimated mm. fucking everything. Yeah. You're dude. not going to do better than that for a while. Well, there's a game coming out that I'm really excited for. It's already out in Korea, and I'm very annoyed because I can't play it, because to play it, I need a Korean phone number, and I don't have one. Um, but it's... it's just, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. This just sounds like <laughs> scam. 
No, no, no. So to, to play a game in Korea, and honestly, it's something that I think we should adopt here and in the US and stuff as well. To register for a game account, you have to register it to a mobile phone. Okay. But like, but like a registered mobile phone, so it can't just be like a pay-as-you-go phone. Right. Because one, they now have your actual name and all that sort of stuff because your phone is linked to it and they can, through your phone, go, okay, well, we've got your phone number. So if there is anything like illegal being done in-game, they can point it to you. Uh, it also gives you 2FA because your phone is now linked to the game, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's a really good system. And also what it means is that you can't do like what's what a lot of, a lot of people do, right. Is they'll go to a region that's less competitive um, to have an easier time of it. And stuff like that, you can't do that because you can only play in the region that you've got a phone for. So it's really good. So it is a really, really good system. Yeah, but the funny thing about if they ever started, if they ever tried to bring that in over oh, here, oh god, it wouldn't right? work. Yeah, it wouldn't work. I can I can see it happening now because they try bring it in, and all of a sudden you'd get people bitching and moaning about privacy over Facebook. Yes, they'd be going, "Oh, uh, we our privacy, our data, blah blah," mm. all mm-hmm, through mm-hmm. Facebook without getting the hint a hint of the irony, whilst posting from like their you know, their phone. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I can just, I can, uh, don't get me wrong, it'd be highly amusing for the likes of me, but. Oh yeah, I would love it. But yeah, it, it's a really good system. I think, I think we should adopt it. But anyway, that's the wrong type of gaming because that's not what we talk that about. That is the here. wrong type of gaming. We talk mm. about tabletop role-playing games. We do. We <laughs> pretend to know what we're talking about. No, we don't. We don't even do that. What are you talking about? Okay, maybe not. <laughs> We're open and honest about the fact that we know nothing. <laughs> we know, yeah, we know fuck all. And... But, yeah. We, we barely know even how to run the games that we play. But we are in now 2024. We have a yes. whole year of gaming ahead of us. We do. Um, but we have just left 2023, and I thought it would be quite a cool idea to kind of go over... 2023 and just mm. like pick out our highlights like personally and you know what what we enjoyed what we didn't enjoy so much and gee i wonder where this is going <laughs> i don't know i'm just gonna think of something well off the top of my head oh it sucks mm, i'll pull something out i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> all right do you want to name one do you want to name a a highlight of 2023 for you. A highlight or a low light? Where where are we start? Are we starting on highlights? Let's start with highlights. Okay. Um, no, I think a big actually, highlight for me. Wait, wait, let's I'm gonna swap that around. Let's start with low lights. Low light. Because then we I, end the t- then we end I'm not the gonna say the on one that high. you want me to say. I'm not gonna say the one you want me to say. Are you gonna leave me I to know say you, I am gonna leave you to say that one. So what I'm gonna say is my low light was the discovery of the abomination that was that stat block for Winnie the Pooh. Okay. I'm starting the year off as I mean to go on. All right, talk to us. <laughs> it was horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so bad. <laughs> and here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. I know, I know I've had my fair share of rants about this particular topic, right? I have. Every single person that I've sat down with and explained to them what that stat block was 
every single person was like, that makes no sense. <laughs> Apart from you, because you like to troll me, obviously. <laughs> I just think it's fucking funny. <laughs> so I think that that would be my low light of the year, was that. <laughs> All right, well, mine was a bit less personal and a bit more yeah. widespread. Widespread, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, it was a bit of a highlight, um, mm -hmm. which I'll kind of go into when we talk about highlights. Yeah. But obviously, it was Wizards of the Coast showing their true colours, dropping the ball massively, and and I don't even think it was dropping the ball. I think it oh, yeah, was they, just, they just they just fucked up. <laughs> maliciousness. It was pure yeah. malice on their on their part. They wanted to control the market, and they made a play. Yeah, they didn't intend for the play to be published, but it was, and it wasn't only that because you know I can, uh, to a certain degree, I can kind of go giant corporation doing giant corporation things. Fair enough. It was the stream of bullshit that came afterwards. the The fact yeah. that they took a week to respond, and then the weak ass response that they gave, followed by a relatively decent response three days later. And then at the end of it, followed by another weak ass response, kind of going, oh, it wasn't our fault. It was her. <laughs> oh, fuck that company. Yeah. Just massively. But yeah, like, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not even going to try and defend it. Cause they did. They, they fucked up. Like they, they really fucked up. Um, but like you say, it did turn into a little bit of a highlight though, because as we've covered, it has spawned, so many awesome things in the last year. It was um, a, I I, it was a, it was a catalyst for change. Yeah, and and I think that that's probably going to be a highlight for both of us. Um, because I mean the amount of stuff that it's it's brought out and brought about, um, is awesome. Um, and I I don't even like the most diehard five E fan has to admit that what has come off the back of that has been awesome for the hobby space in general. Well, to be honest, now that you're on there, not everyone. Because no. one of the things that one of the things <laughs> I did want to mention, there was an article published by a gentleman called um Ben Riggs. Right? Yeah. All right, Ben Riggs, who calls himself a DD &D historian. So, all right, fair enough. You know. Okay. Is, is it <laughs> history if it's only like 40 odd years old, 50 years old? Is that history? I, I don't know. I'm a yesterday historian. I specialize in yesterday. Uh, no, but anyway. That far, but. <laughs> but yeah, Ben Riggs. So basically, he, he published this article. And the article was The Golden Age of Tabletop Role Playing Games is Dead. Right? And everything he writes about is from the point of view of the biggest D and D fanboy in the world. It his his whole point of view is the golden age of tabletop role playing games is dead because D and D have lost market share. It is fucking ridiculous. But I mean that logic doesn't even make sense, right? For D and D to have lost market share, that means that the hobby is expanding. Like just just right. by definition, the hobby has to be expanding for them to lose market share. Exactly, but I think <laughs> what he's doing because <sighs> I mean one thing I will agree there is a, a golden age that is dying and that is 
D and D monopoly. Yeah, you know the and golden I, I age would of absolutely D&D agree with that. Probably yeah, I would absolutely has agree with that. Yeah, but he's equating D and D to tabletop role playing games, and it's like, nah, know. man. I mean, uh, like we've established num num numerous times that was very difficult to get out for some reason. Numerous times on the show that I I am a big fan of D and D. One second, I'm just going to write down a timestamp for no, no apparent reason. No, whatever. Damn it! <laughs> Hi, YouTube. <laughs> um, <laughs> as we've established numerous times on the show, right? I'm I'm a big five E fan, right? It's what what I've spent most of my time playing and running and all that sort of thing. But like, even I have to admit that they fucked up, and the hobby as a whole is in a really, really good place. And we, I mean, we've covered it previously as well on the show um, where we were saying that, because we had that question about the golden age of tabletop role-playing game. And we both had the same, same concept of we're getting into it. Like that's where we're getting into. Now we are at the start of that golden age because everything is exploding and blossoming and turning into a huge, huge thing with so many entry points and access points that it's only going to be good for it right now. Yeah. So No, could, could, I, I agree. And that's why the whole LGL fiasco was a highlight as well. Yeah. Um, because everything that kind of came off the back of it, even at like MCDM RPG, um, Tales of the Valium, the Pathfinder remaster, and the, the Orc license, all these mm. things came from this catalyst. Yes, the catalyst was a shit moment, but it's led to so know. much good. <laughs> and it also kind of and there's nothing massively tangible about it, but it also showed the strength of this community as well. Mm. You know, where it was like, no, no, we're not divided. We you know, we may like different things, we may like different games, we may like different systems, but, but we all know we hate that. <laughs> Yeah, we don't like that, <laughs> and we're going to talk about it. And it was it was really good. So that was yeah. my one of my highlights and one of my mm. my low points as well. I, I think though, like because obviously, I think the the expansion of everything and the OGL and stuff that that was kind of a, a low light and a highlight for both of us. So I'm going to need a personal low light for you that isn't OGL related, Ooh. and then we'll get into highlights because I have uh, my own highlight as well that isn't OGL related. Okay, a personal one. Mm. All right. Um, mm. <laughs> to be honest, and uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna earn any favor saying this, but I think um, Tales of the Valiant was a disappointment for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we expected a system. We expected our own system and what we got was 5e with uh with the serial number filed off yeah um that and i've got another one for after so but yeah that that for me was a bit of a a low point where they Mm -hmm. had an opportunity and it was squandered yeah and i say that featuring in one of the books but (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think i think for me um like the the personal highlight that I've had in this last year was discovering a couple new games that I found to be awesome and I can't wait to play more. So one, obviously, we've spoken about it 
loads on the show. Fabular Ultima. I think we could both agree that's probably been a highlight for both of us. Yeah. Fantastic system, fantastic game we're playing with Couch. Uh-huh. And I absolutely adore that game. And I can't wait to play more. Um, I think as well, also having now played Blades in the Dark, that was mm. awesome. And that was so fun. So fun. And I'm so glad we can actually talk about it now because the episode's been out long enough that he, if you haven't seen it, it's on you. <laughs> no, we had such a blast. And, <laughs> we did, man. And with, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk a bit more in detail about certain yeah. things in a bit. We're just going to get through these high points and low points first. Um, that was a but good you, one. <laughs> I, I agree that the, the systems we've discovered, mm. um, Another another high, not my biggest high point of the year. I'm going to leave yeah. that to last. But obviously, back to Tales of the Valium is is actually being featured in one of the books. Yes, I yeah, never was, thought it would huge, happen. Man. That was so huge. Uh, like that was when you told me, I was like, oh, I, I had like goosebumps and shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I just posted it because I thought, fuck it, why not? Uh, why not? And then obviously I got this email. It was like, congratulations. It's like, huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. And my imposter syndrome was like kicking in, like going, yeah. going into fucking overdrive. It's like, no, no, this is wrong. They've emailed the wrong person. Well, I mean, speaking of imposter syndrome, <laughs> ah, we're back to segues. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> We've missed the segues. We have. I think. I think another highlight for me has been this, like just this whole experience, right? I mean, we started this podcast because we we're both like, "Hey, we both like talking. Let's talk and record it." That's literally how this started. Yeah. We did like a, a test session where you and me just hopped in like a Discord call for a couple of hours just to see if we could keep talking for that long. We're like, "Yeah, that was pretty good," and here we are, like forty episodes later, almost still going with people that listen to us, which I, you guys are amazing. Um, yeah, like so surreal, so surreal. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Um, this was going to be my biggest highlight of the year because this has (laughs) this, like something that started as just two idiots waffling on about tabletop role-playing games. Yeah. Has been, has become such a big part of our lives now. It's, yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. And the way we have not only grown in audience and not only grown, but also grown in our determination to do this. Mm. Yeah. Cause it was okay. Well, we'll put an episode out and just see how it goes. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> see what happens. And then it was okay. So, why don't we start structuring this? Why don't we start yeah. looking at, you know, trying to be a bit more professional? And then it went to, oh, well, why don't we, you know, why do we start doing video? Why don't we start? And it just the way it's kind of evolved. And with that is my next highlight, which would have been joining the Threads community. Yeah. Which has yeah. become because of this. Because, you know, we needed um sort of an outlet to advertise and all of a sudden it's like we we are surrounded by these people who are engaging who are entertaining 
and we are spending time online with these people and growing together that that for me is a is another massive highlight oh yeah absolutely i mean it's it's just been it's been an insane journey like i, I think as well like one of the things i was talking about uh i was on new year's when i was out i was talking to somebody about it um and it was just like the you go from like our first episodes, right? Where the mic quality was all over the place. We were peaking. It was, I mean, we did as, we did as well as we could for the first episode. Cause we had issues. There was lots of issues, but like you go from that to where we are now. It's, it's night and day. I mean, I know both of us look at it and there's still bits like I'm looking at it right now and I can see that my camera's blurry and it's pissing me off. And there's like, there's little things that both of us are like, Oh, I hate this. This is so bad. But like, it's only us that's noticing that. And I know we, we yeah. spoke about this over, over the break as well. Um, there, there's little niggly bits to us that are like, Oh, this is really annoying. We need to fix this. But like compared to where we started, it's night and day. Um, so I think for me as well, like that, that whole, the growth of not only just like the podcast in general, um, you know, to go from recording dodgy quality with like a headset microphone to like where we are now, you know, live streaming the episodes, you know, decent mic quality going, putting, like you said, you know, we started putting structure into it. Obviously we're going to go into it a bit more detail, but like over the break, we sat down and we like talked about restructuring the entire show basically, yeah. um, which is going to be awesome. And I'm really looking forward to that. But like just the, the level that we've gone from to where we are now is so big, but also looking from where we are now to where we can get to. is it, yeah. It's so surreal. Like, yeah. <laughs> And I mean, that was really kind of presented to me um, in a in quite a tangible fashion mm. when I was doing the uh, the clip the clip shows the crit shows as yeah. as I yeah. called them. <laughs> the, just because I started at episode one and yeah. I listened all the way through to episode ten, <laughs> and for someone who hates listening to himself, that was that was. But yeah, the first Painful. two yeah. or three episodes. <laughs> Are uh, are difficult. They mm. you can definitely see an improvement in quality, yeah. and some of it is taking a bit more care in terms of post production. Mm -hmm. Some of it is also investing. Yeah, you know, um, I looked. Uh, I think it was when we were doing uh, critting the nerdverse, where I saw my yeah. camera quality and went, "Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> do not no like so i went i went out and i bought a much yeah. better better camera the same with the the audio quality mm. the the microphone that i had was okay but it had suffered at the hands of my then four-year-old who likes to sit yeah. at my computer desk and spin around on my chair and knock shit over and well, my, so mine lives up there and when I'm finished with it, I just yeah, mine does. Mine goes, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, we, you know, I there has been an improvement, and I think mm. every episode we are trying Ooh. to improve that that tiny bit more. That was weird. It looked like I lost you for a second there, but I didn't. That was weird. Huh? Strange, 
but yeah, no, like speaking of quality and then the quality drops. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's what you call planning. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's really not. I wish we were that organized. Um <laughs> But yeah, I've but got, I think, yeah, got, that's yeah. Go, no, go for it. One more high point, and I can't think mm. of any more low points. So I think one more high point, and it has kind of informed things that we're going to be kind of focusing mm. on, or or things that we're going to a direction that we're going to take. Yeah, was uh, critting the nerdverse. Yes, yeah, that was awesome. I had so much fun in that. Um, me too, but like, I was oh. fucking bricking it. <laughs> oh, dude, you couldn't tell for a start. I mean, I knew because I know you, but like you couldn't tell. Um, but also, it's just like I think because I think part of the problem that we we've had as well, or well, not you so much because you have widened your circle of people you play with. Um, but until very recently, I've pretty much played with the same group of people the entire time I've played. Right. Because I started with you guys after I stopped playing with you guys. I was basically playing in like the odd game here and there with like you or Chris or Couch or whatever, right? I very rarely branched out with other people. Um, and that's that kind of was my biggest worry going into that that episode or the, that those two episodes, I guess, of, you know, creating the Nerdverse um, with them. Is, is I was worried about the dynamic and everything like that. And it just felt so good, man. And I, it was just, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah i i watched it back i watched both episodes back to back mm. uh my partner called me a narcissist but eh, she's right um, when you're right you're right <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah i watched i watched both episodes back to back and there are some genuinely funny moments in there just just the way and what i love about blades in the dark as a system his is how off the rails it can get. Yeah. You know, I'm still you... very upset with myself. <laughs> yeah. You know why. I know why. I know why. Yeah. Let's just say there were a lot of touchstones that I used and Justin mm -hmm. missed, missed out on a few. You missed a big it was the one. Most I, it was the most important one. <laughs> you, mean, you missed... <laughs> Well, you did you miss where? Because I know about one that you missed, and that was the building. Yeah, I missed the building. That was yeah. that was a big one, but that wasn't the one that I'm pissed about. The one I'm pissed about was our tour guide <laughs> not connecting that fucking dot. I I have to admit that was. Um, I put a lot of thought into giving the old bait and switch because I even went, oh, um, let me think of something Christmassy just to kind of throw you off, make it mm -hmm. seem like an improvised name when it wasn't. Fuming. Fuming. But it was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was fun. And, and I think that kind of leads us on nicely to, yeah. I think, you know, I think we should do some resolutions. Well, I actually haven't made any this year. Have you not? No, because the thing is, right, so last year my resolution was to stop drinking, which I did. I've got a whole year now without drinking. Congratulations. Um, thank you. New Year's was tricky. Um, <laughs> but I still had my bottle of bubbly. 
it's or not sparkling alcoholic. water. No, sparkling water. Fair enough. <laughs> it's bubbly. <laughs> it ticks the criteria. <laughs> to, be, to be honest, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm about. I think I'm twelve months ahead of you because um, mm. I. No, I'm three months because I'm I'm coming up on two years. Yeah. In in March, so I'm yeah, so, about nine yeah, months so, ahead, nine months ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it gets easier, man. Honestly, I don't like, even miss it anymore. I really don't. Like, it's got to that point now where even if somebody offers me something now, I'm like, eh, I'm good. It's no. kind of, I, the way I kind of describe it to people is it's like when you're a kid mm. and you're in a supermarket and you're walking down the booze aisle. It's, it, there's no feelings towards it. It's just a yeah. case of this isn't for me. Well, it just means and that there's a whole corner of the supermarket I don't have to go through anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you know, but well, uh, you've done a year. Congratulations. Mm. Well done, man. You know. Yeah. So, you know, I, th- I think with, with that in, in the bag now, um, I don't really have any, anything that I, I feel I need to change this year. Um, I guess, I mean, I could probably cut down on, on these things. Um, but, that's that's the only one, really. So I guess in terms of tabletop role playing games, though, I would maybe like to try some new systems this year. Now that I've kind of exposed myself to a few systems towards the end of last year, um, I think yeah, diving into some other stuff like that aren't just D twenty systems as well. I really want to do that this year. So I think that's probably the only resolution I'm going to make, and buy a lot more well, board games. Well, much like you, I don't make personal <laughs> resolutions because I know I'm not going to stick to them. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, in tabletop role-playing resolutions, yeah, definitely got a few in there. And now my tabletop role-playing life is intertwined with this show. Mm. And so the resolutions that I'm making, or should I say that we're making, really, are going to affect this show and yeah. this this brand as it were going forward. So I think we should talk about the the slight changes we're doing with the actual show before we yeah. kind of go on to bigger things. Um so to start with, as you guys have probably noticed from the get-go, we didn't really mention the news. No. No, we, no news. There's a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> because this isn't the news. <laughs> and us regurgitating the news from N-World or Dicebreaker is fucking pointless. Yep. So the only reason we're going to mention the news now is when it gives us something to talk about. Yeah. No, no, there's, there is no point in us going over, oh, oh yeah, because this oh, is this happening. Is what's That's... happening today, yeah. <laughs> when 90% of our readers are already informed. Yeah. From um, better sources. Well, from the sources that we're reading. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we, we decided that we're going we're gonna to scrap that. So unless there's something really, really big, because don't be wrong, like, if something like the OGL happens again, we're going to talk about it. Because that's a huge thing, right? Yeah. Um, but we're, we're not just going to talk about the, the yeah. Oh, when you saw this, sto- we're not, not going to do that anymore. 
I mean, if we see something and and it's it's going to give us fodder because I did see an article um, that we're going to probably go into, time permitting. Mm. But that's it. Is we're going to focus on the interaction between Justin and I because, to be fair, that's where we're the most comfortable and that's where yeah. I think our best material comes from, mm-hmm. not from reading something on a web page. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that, getting a bit more of us time rather than reading time. I didn't even like reading. Like, you, I, I always felt like when we were doing that, that news section, um, it, it always felt a little bit to me like, you know, like back when you were at school and the teacher would be like, all right, stand up, read this paragraph. That's what it felt like. And I always hated that at school. So when we're doing it here, I think that kind of came across as well. Cause both of us like felt like we were like a little schoolboy at the front of the class. Like, and, and, um, then the, um, uh, <laughs> not only that, I think it's because there were so many news articles that came out that didn't give us any fodder that didn't yeah. give us anything to talk about. Um, I mean that like we, we discussed in our meeting, mm. Um, the example that I put forward was the the redundancies made by Hasbro. Huge news yeah. and very horrible for those involved. What can we say? You know, there's what are we yeah. going to discuss? There's no yeah, back that, and that forth. Was, that there. was terrible. Yeah, I agree. That was terrible. Cool. Next. Uh- <laughs> yeah, and you know, it just yeah. kept. It, there was no point in us actually discussing it. Yeah. Whereas. You know, other things that have come out, like, for example, uh, Paizo ditching alignment. That gave us 15 minutes of conversation yeah. on alignment I, itself. Well, I imagine it will in the future as well, because we both hate it with a passion. Yeah. I don't have to deal with it anymore. I do. <laughs> but yeah, so that was one of the major changes for the... Mm. Um, for the show and i think it's going to create better content um going forward another major change that we did um was we actually promoted um couch converse and sci-fi to um oh there was a word i was looking for collaborators there we go yes the collaborators of the show so yes we are going to dedicate a section of the show to them uh, and you'll see what that entails a, a little bit, bit later on. Later on. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, these guys have supported us from, since day one. There are other yeah. people that have supported us, and I want to bring them into the fold, mm-hmm. but we're just waiting to, to kind of discuss have some with conversations. Them yeah. Have some conversations. But, you know, that group of three may, may grow. Um, so, yeah, we are now. So that section is now going to be called the lounge as opposed to the couch. Because there is still a couch in the lounge, just to clarify. There we go. So those those are the two main main changes for the mm-hmm. for the actual show. And you. we finally came up with a name for the section of the show where we highlight things that people have sent in to us. And it is the most <laughs> uninspired name ever. But it works. <laughs> it does. It does. It one hundred percent works. Um, do you want to? I'll let you. You go ahead. Sure. So we have decided that that portion of the show is going to be called the notice board, because anybody can come and pin something on the notice board for us to have a look at, and if we take notice, we'll talk about it. 
Hey. That was cheesy, and I hate myself for saying it, but it was true. <laughs> and with the lounge, it kind of leans into the tavern dynamic. That too, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be the notice board. Um, we do have stuff to talk about, which we will get into a bit later on. But if you do want to add to that, there is a form to fill in. And if not, if you can't be bothered filling in a form, just me on threads. Yep. Yeah, no, that's the easiest way of doing it. Mm-hmm. So another thing we discussed in our, yes. in our, should we call it a yearly, not a yearly meeting, end of year meeting. It was, yeah, end of year meeting. That's what it was. End of year meeting was that we had a lot of fun uh, creating the Nerdverse. Yes, so, so much. The, so the first thing that we're going to announce is that is coming back. The Rebel Claws will ride again. We shall. Um, it's going to be awesome. I've actually, I've actually got a meeting with Eric tonight, and we're going to go over the details and... I don't want to give anything away, but it's going to be close to another holiday. Hmm, funny that. It's almost like there's a theme. It may be a theme. But yeah, so we are going to be doing that <sighs> again. And looking forward to it. Looking, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Expanding on, on what we started. Yeah. I, I do have further stories planned and further heist. So it's going to be good to see the rebel claws back in action. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be awesome. Um, I'm really looking forward as well, just to, to get in, just, just getting back into it, like with them, because it was just such a fun dynamic to be a part of. Um, and the way that like, we all just kind of naturally fell into the character roles that we had as well. Um, you know, cause like even like mechanically speaking, we had a, a character who was built to be a leader and then we all just kind of fell into, well, he's taking charge. We'll just follow what he says that, that, that works. And it, it all kind of just worked because he was built to do that. And then that's what we ended up doing and stuff. And it was just really, really cool. And like just watching them like role play out certain aspects and stuff like that was just so fun for me. Because it's something that I've always, I mean, as you know, I've always really struggled with that. Um, and like watching them kind of just really get into their character and stuff like that was just so much fun. And yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to doing some more of that. Well, it was actually um, discussions about that particular character mm. that informed one of the concepts I've got for you guys going forward. Oh, and I actually mentioned it during during the break because I made a throwaway comment and about the character and mm. about a popular culture staple that that was very similar. And I didn't expect it to land, but I saw that I think so, mm. <laughs> a couple of couple of couple of you guys went, "Oh, good pull," sort of thing. And I I went, "Oh shit, that's." That's it. It's going to be done, man. So that, that's kind of what I'm going to lean into, and it's going to it's going to be great. Yeah, no, it is, and I'm I'm just so looking forward to it. And I tell you what, because we can finally talk about it now, right? Because, dude, it killed me not being able to talk about it 
so much. <laughs> but that that final moment that you gave me, I both hate and love you for it. <laughs> like having like just it, it was there. The thing, the thing was there. It was. Oh, dude, that was it was so cool as well. And just yeah, like the resolution to it all as well. Just yeah, it it, it was oh, it was so good, man. I loved it. I yeah, loved it so, so much. there's gonna be there's gonna be more of that, but <clears throat> as well, um, yes, that kind of I think I think that gave me the confidence mm. to to run an actual play that gave me yes. the 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 sort of um the boost i needed and the confirmation that holy shit we can actually do Jen, this we can do it <laughs> so and i have i've teased about this over the past couple of weeks mm-hmm. we are going to create another show yes and that show is going to be called the crit list what's going to happen on the crit list justin so much <laughs> <laughs> So, I've got to try and remember now because it's been a while since we had the meeting. <laughs> but what we're planning to do is, as we've had in the past, right? We've had people come on the show and tell us about the systems that they're working on and the games that they are creating um, as as part of the, the kind of spotlight we've done in the past of some of these awesome things that are being being introduced into the space. Now, having someone talk about a system is great. It's a great way to get eyes on it, whatever. And we both kind of agreed that an even better way to get eyes on a system to, to play it. <laughs> yeah, so we are going to start inviting people on who can run us through systems that we've never played before. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it, it, the initial idea came from the fact that we have been adding system after system after system to our list. And it is coming. It's becoming (laughs) fucking ridiculous. It is. It's huge now. So that is what we're essentially going to go through. We are going to go through these games where these, these designers who have got these projects that they're wanting to, to get out there into the world. Right. Come on. Play it, run us through a campaign, run us through a mm-hmm. one shot. Yeah. Let's get people, let's get a couple more players. Justin and I will be playing, which I'm I'm so mm-hmm. fucking looking forward to. I don't get to play all that often. <clears throat> and yet we will be testing out these systems. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a few people already kind of lined up. Yes. Um I should we should we talk about should we talk about one of them? Well, I mean, we well, I think there's a couple we can talk about because one is should. a returning face to the show. I think we should or, talk about all sorry, four, to be honest. A returning voice to the show because <laughs> we were doing video back then. Very true, <laughs> very true. Um, so, yeah, so one is going to be a returning voice to, to the show uh, and fresh face because obviously we'll be, be doing video. Um, one, I believe, is also currently in chat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the other two, I can't remember without checking my notes. Right. <laughs> so okay. I'll leave those two to you. <laughs> so obviously things are subject to change. Yes. Um, because we can't exactly plan for every eventuality. But mm. ideally, the plan is, first of all, we're going to get Marlin on the on the show. He 
introduced us to his open source system, Bind. Yes. Um, we both we, we were both very impressed. We mm. were wanting to kind of run it ourselves, but with time constraints and whatnot, then it's just best if Malin comes on, he's going to run us through a one-shot. We yep. have also got in the chat, as you pointed out, Stefan. Uh, Stefan is the designer from 13 Moon Game, 13th Moon Games, who produce um, Covens and Crucibles. I may have got that the wrong way around. I do apologize, Stefan. I don't have the notes <laughs> directly in front of me. Um, and he is, you know, we spoke about him coming on and running us through that. In fact, he's going to be on the show with us next week to talk about this system and a yes. Kickstarter is running. Check them out. Get him over the... Yeah, let's get his target. Yeah. Coming and Crucible. There we go. Coming and Crucible. Yeah, I do apologize. Um, <laughs> we've also spoke to Johnny from Talking XP, who yes. I've asked if he can be kind enough to run us through some Candela Obscura. Mm-hmm. And our good friend Connell from Threads as well. He is a big Vampire the Masquerade GM. So we have got these four people who are going to be kind enough to come on the show and they're going to teach us how to play these games. We're going to do character creation mm-hmm. and it's going to be a fucking blast. It's going to be awesome and I can't wait. And it also helps us both with that resolution of playing more games. And getting through the credit list. That too, because it's it's so big now. It is so big now. It is, it's, and it's I mean, just growing. It is, well, I mean, we're, this is like, what, episode 39? And I think at, at the start, we were adding like two or three games a week to it. <laughs> um, and now, I mean, now it's, it's a little bit less because we, we haven't been doing as much adding, but like it just scrolls for days. <laughs> it does, it does. And I mean, there are games on there that... I've got that I'm never going to end up playing um, yeah. unless somebody steps forward. So we're going to hmm. start with with four people. Hopefully we get to start recording maybe sometime next month, probably start mm-hmm. releasing episodes early March. And yeah, that's going to be that's going to be our second show, Crit List. Mm-hmm. Do we have any awesome. more resolutions there, Justin? Uh um, oh god, you got me thinking now. I know there is one more. But I, I I've slept since then. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I I shall carry on. <laughs> right. Speaking of actual plays. Oh yes, I remember that. Carry on. <laughs> Penny dropped. Later on in the year, it's not going to be any time soon because there is a lot of work beforehand involved. We are going to be starting an actual play campaign. I'm going to be GMing. We are going to... Justin's going to be playing with some other people that we're still kind of figuring that out. And it is going to be my homebrew world that we're going to be doing the one i was i've kind of had on the back burner for some time but now it's time to kind of dust it off and get to it we are going to be using forged in the dark so we're going to be heavy on blades in the dark in this case i think the first iteration of it i'm looking at hack the planet which is a forged in the dark cyberpunk Mm. um system 
and we're going to be kind of playing that and more details to come that's not going to be for at least at least third quarter of the year uh but that is something that that is currently being worked on so and this is all thanks to you guys this is all thanks to the love that we've been shown Mm-hmm. And all the support that we've given that has given us the 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 courage and the drive to kind of go, you know what? Let's, Let's do, do this. And yeah. you know, absolutely phenomenal. It's awesome. I'm so excited oh. for this year. I really am. Yeah, me like, too. It's gonna be so fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely me too. Um <laughs> So speaking of speaking of this year, um, yes. I just want to kind of address this quickly because I thought it'd be a quick little um, little side conversation we could have. N World, I think it was N World, mm. was doing a best of twenty twenty three. So it no, sorry, best of twenty most anticipated. Sorry, of twenty twenty. I was looking at the wrong fucking notes there. Most anticipated game systems of 2024. 2024. Mm, Okay. Yeah. So a lot of the things that were mentioned, a lot of things that we have covered this Mm. year are on this list. And I, as you know, because I'm super prepared, (laughs) um, I, you know, I have the list already. Here's a list I made earlier. (laughs) To be honest, I don't even know if it was fucking N-World. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Vote for the most anticipated. All right. So um have you got have you have you found it? No. All right. Uh I can't share my screen because it's gonna knock the it's gonna knock the if, Oh no, I found it. I found it. We're good. I all got right. it. We're good. We good. Okay, cheap. so I'm not gonna go through all of them. I'm gonna go through the ones that the kind of we looked at. And mm-hmm the ones that I think are going to be really good. Like, for example, the one that's jumping out to me, Deathmatch Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was the one. That was the one. It's done by Evil Hat. Mm. And, yeah, basically it was the Hunger Games. I mean, there's one on there that's jumping out to me as well. That's, is Diablo by any chance? How did you know? I'm definitely not highlighting it on my screen or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the Diablo RPG, like that one for me is just going to be, well, it needs to be awesome. Agreed. Because, um, I mean, the, the Diablo world has just been such a big part of my gaming life up until now that they, they need to do it right or I'm going to be very upset. Oh, agreed. Um, I'm not into Diablo, never really. It was something never really anything that um that I I played with. I never really got interested in, but I am interested in in the mechanics of it. Because mm-hmm. it is a hack and slash. I want to kind of it see is, how yeah. that I mean how that translates. Translating an action RPG into turn based combat. It's yeah, gonna it's gonna be quick. It's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, Kohar's Cthulhu is on there mm. uh, by Modiphius. That is um, Call of Cthulhu in Roman times. Gee, I wonder why you like that one. 
<laughs> I don't know. It's almost like I've got to type. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think as well, like there, there's someone here that are going to have a following just because they're coming from the video game world. So you've got like Assassin's Creed, you've got Final Fantasy as well. Uh, what's that? Final Fantasy 14 TTRPG starter set. That's going to need to deliver as well. Cause that similar to Diablo Final Fantasy fans. And I know that we've got at least one in chat right now. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. Stephen, they are a different breed. <laughs> Final Fantasy fans, much like Diablo fans are a different breed. And if you fuck with their IP and it's not good, oh. it will end badly. I mean, to take Diablo as an example, I don't know if you saw when they tried to release the the mobile version of Diablo and the backlash that Blizzard got for that. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. <laughs> Mainly because we were all expecting a Diablo 4 announcement and they're like, oh, here's Diablo on your mobile. And when everyone was like, the fuck is this? Their response was, well, don't you have phones? Like, not the point. Um, <laughs> Do you know what my problem is with the Final Fantasy fourteen RPG? There's already a Final Fantasy TRPG, which does a fucking phenomenal job. It's just called something different. Yeah. You know, I mean, Fabula Ultima, you can't get more Final Fantasy. It's so good. I mean, if the title translated is Final Fable. (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) That's incredible. I didn't know that. That's amazing. Did you know no, no, Fabula, no. Fabula Ultima. And it's uh, his final fable. I did not know I mean, that. That's, that is amazing. Awesome yeah. looking games on here. Oh, yeah. There was a Triangle mm. Agency. That was basically... Mm. I kind of gathered it was like Delta Green, but set in an office. <laughs> that, I, I that, just sounds with that. that just sounds that, like it fun. That sounds amazing. Me. Like, could you imagine as well, like trying to play that and like you've just got some guy who's just so used to the office going to shit that when the printer eats Dave, he's like, nah, it's just fucking Monday, isn't it? That's kind of like my job. Like, it's, yeah, you, I was say, it's you. <laughs> it is me. I mean, obviously, also we've got Tales of the Valiant. Um, mm-hmm. Again, if you like 5e and don't want to give money to wizards, Tales of the Valiant. Well, you could always play that. Uh, or was that one that was basically just 5e with the, that was literally 5e with a coat of paint. That should have been one of your low points. No, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I still don't. Fuck that game. That's stupid. Do we only get one rant per episode? Because you've already yeah. ranted about... Fair it's, enough. It's, we, only, we only get one. So I'll rant about that one next week. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm, sch- I'm scheduling my rants now. <laughs> <laughs> but talking about systems that, that we're excited about. <clears throat> See? Segway. Yeah, it's good. Good, um, good segue. We got uh, quite a few systems submitted uh, yes. um, to us from from the Threads community, and one of the change, another little change that we made this year um, in regards to how we deal with that is we decided we would kind of split them up, yeah, and each take one per episode and do a bit more of a deeper dive into the system mm-hmm. itself um or into we say system but it can be anything it can be artwork it can be products or products anything in the tabletop role playing space that you have that you want us to highlight mm. send us a message let us look into it 
it might be in a few episodes time but we will give it the due diligence because yeah, we, we do have a we, bit of a backlog <laughs> we kind of figured that you know if we're going to do this we're going to do this properly and we're going to kind yeah. of give you guys the platform to to kind of showcase your your products to the world and in this this week i think we both got systems did you get we a did, system yeah. as well i did i did yeah. get a system as well all right did you want to go first do you want me to go no, first no, no, oh, you, you, shall, you go we first. For, shall we roll for an shall we i think we should i think we should that's it's it's the proper way to do it have you got dice on your arm i using mine uh i do not because my four-year-old has a uh, three-year-old even she's not four yet has scattered them entirely around my flat that's what that big mess in the background is it's mostly Fair dice enough. because she has decided that dice do not live in the dice box or on the table okay so i'm giving you like a reddish blue one very Ooh, pretty. i like that one yeah I like that one. and i'm going purple obviously yeah obviously <laughs> I am so surprised. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't even look when I grabbed it. And I went, oh, perfect. <laughs> roll it, roll it for initiative. Oh, I beat you. Yeah, I, I beat you. I am surprised. I beat you. Not by much. You got a three, I got a five. That's what I mean. I didn't even roll a one. Fucking <laughs> three. What yeah, but I, I, I did meet you. I did beat you. So, all right, so... I want to talk to you. Yes. Uh, let me just make sure my mouse is working where it needs to work. Okay, I want to talk to you about Salvage Union, all right? Interesting. Um, Salvage Union is produced by Leyline Press. Now, I was given a bit of a blurb, which I'd kind of mm -hmm. like to just point out. Yep. Um, so, Leyline Press was created... Uh, by Panayotis Lines and Aled Lawler. They quit their jobs to start a company two years ago and they brave. make games. They make games full time. And fuck me, that is yes, massively brave. Brave. Um, they did say they're happy to come on and chat about the journey. We awesome. will take we will take you up on that. Alright, so the way they describe it is it's a post-apocalyptic mech why I chose it um, tabletop role-playing game with easy-to-learn mechanics so you play as what's called a salvager mm -hmm. alright, a salvager uh, essentially are a group of nomads they live on an actual mech itself and there was a film out a few years back, which was something similar, where cities were on the move. Oh um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Instruments. Um, some, yeah, that was, yeah. I think it was Mortal yeah, Instruments. Yeah, yeah. I kind of envisioned it like that. So mm. they're on this gigantic mech, and basically they go around in their mechs and they 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 essentially salvage. So it is post-apocalyptic, and one of the things I kind of liked about it is that the apocalypse part of it wasn't a cataclysm it wasn't anything nothing happened it wasn't a case of you know all of a sudden nuclear war or anything mm. like that it was just a case of yeah the world died you know deforestation ah. pollution <laughs> so, so it has an element of real life <laughs> that's what i like about it because there is there is an an element of plausibility to it. Yeah. That you just kind of go, that just gives it a bit more of a, a tangible feel. Mm. 
you know and yeah i kind of like that yeah i think as well like, yeah. it's nice as well because it, you don't have to like try and go like oh okay well how did this many people survive the nuclear apocalypse it's just like no the world just fucking died <laughs> like yeah you fucked up it the was. world it died <laughs> Yeah, that's it. It's just, you know, you guys <laughs> fucked up along the lines. Yeah. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And have you got the PDF open? Because the artwork is fucking phenomenal. Uh, I can get the PDF open. Right. One of the things I like, I mean, first of all, because I got the quick start, mm. the, the, the front page is massively grabbed me because it looks like one of those car manuals that they sell here. I'm oh, assuming. it does. The Hay Hayes manuals. Oh, yeah. Exactly. It looks exactly like that. And uh, yeah, let me, let me just pop that up on the screen for everyone else to that, see real quick because it looks awesome. Yeah, that is fucking touch. I really that enjoyed that. so good. Because, yeah, because it, it, it looks like it's a, well, I mean, like it says, it's a workshop manual for like a mech or whatever, right? That's what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. That's so sick. That's so clever. So you've got this world, which is post-apocalyptic. Um, it's similar to Earth, and it's kind of like a few hundred years in the future. And yeah, again, it was it was destroyed by a combination of global warming, deforestation, pollution, nuclear fallout, endless war. So it's, you know, it's not the world that anybody kind of remembers. And most people are known as wastelanders, and they live in these little settlements dotted around the globe however there is a one percent of the population which live in corporate arcologies or arcos and this one percent are essentially enslaved by this way of life because obviously the arcos are, are a lot more prestigious living but they it's something that they have to pay for it's something that they have to but then you've on the other side of thing you've got these nomadic tribes of salvagers who go around in their mechs i mean going through some of my, more of the artwork mm. is uh, yeah fucking... i mean i'm i've got the pdf up now um and i'm just going through and looking at some of the artwork and this it's it's phenomenal it's really fucking nice and the system itself probably hands down the simplest system I've ever come across. There's one thing that worries me though, looking at it. What's that? On the critical injury table, if you roll a one, which let's be honest, that's my jam. Results no, but we've, death. A, we've established <laughs> that one isn't your jam. You roll True, a three. No, I roll two to fives, which means I'm getting nothing but major injuries. Oh, you'll be fine. <laughs> just walk it off. <laughs> it's a flesh wound. <laughs> just put a scratch. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the system itself is you roll a D20. You don't add bonuses to it. You do nothing with it. Because the D20 doesn't only represent um, skill. Mm. It represents luck. It represents environmental factors. So it's all kind of rolled into one. So you just roll the D20. What you can do is then you can push to get a reroll. 
and that push gives your either your pilot stress or your mech heat because the the mechanics work for both. Yeah. It looks like a really fucking it interesting looks system. So good, man. And mm. honestly, I'm I'm tempted to buy it just for the artwork. The artwork is insane. Yeah, I know. I'm just kind of going through it. And I like so I like how all the pilots are colored, whereas mm. all the mechs are in black and white. I just, just I think it's a really nice touch. And and to be honest. A quick, a fifty-seven-page quick start. Mm. You know, you can't really go wrong with that. You could, I mean, I could easily run a game off this. Yeah, I could quite happily play a game off of this. Oh yeah, it is. It, it is a definite thing of beauty. But yeah, so guys, check out Leyline Press. Find the quick start. Download it for yourselves. Check it out. See what you think. And if you like it, buy it. Go for it. Because yeah, it's it's you know, stunning. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely stunning. All right, so that is my show and tell. Mm. Well, it was a very good show and tell, so. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, uh... <laughs> so mine is also a system. Okay. A system a system called SAKE. S-A-K-E. Uh, yeah, it's I, a t- I have seen that. Mm. So Advertise. it's set in, uh, in an early modern fantasy world. Uh, there are rules for domain building, trade, dungeon crawling, magic, and uh, everything else, basically. Now, what I really like about this is when it says rules for domain, what it's talking about is you can own like a domain, so like a land or a town or a city or whatever, and like one of the things that a lot of people when I was looking into this were, were worried about with having that kind of element in the game. And it's something that has happened in other systems, right? Is, oh, okay. You give them like, they become like, you know, they, they rule over this town or they get a tavern that they own. Well, now they're not going to leave to go on an adventure because they want to do this, right? It has mechanics built into tying the quests and stuff like that into their domain so that going on these quests actually benefits their like township or city or whatever domain they own. So they still have incentive to go out and do the adventuring whilst having and it, like it's just so really like well interlinked and everything like that. Um, which I'm I'm really excited about. <laughs> um it also a lot of the stuff that obviously we we've earlier in the year, well no, not earlier in the year, last year, it's new year can pay attention. Uh, you know, we were talking about obviously creating our own system and some of the stuff that we started talking about were things like attacking and defending and how those mechanics work. Um, and like having some kind of damage reduction and all in this, they've covered all the okay. bases. So attacking and parrying. So if I was attacking you, you would defend with a parry role and it's a contested role against each other. If I beat you, I attack you. If, you beat me, you parry the attack. Um, and and if, if I do hit you, whatever armor you have provides damage reduction. So it, you don't have these like, well, I'm going to do 97 points of damage. Like there is like armor has a, a soak function rather than a, um, 
well, I'm just invincible because I have a high AC. Like that's not how it works. Right. Um, which is one of the things that we wanted to capture. Like when, so it, it, it has all of that built into it because that's kind of what armor does. It doesn't make you immortal. It just means that you take less of a hit. So you still take the hit. It just hurts a bit less. Um, so I really like that they've incorporated that. Um, and the combat is broken down into 10 seconds round, 10 second rounds rather than six. So there's a bit more time, I guess. Um, so it's, that's, that's pretty cool. Cause I always felt like the six seconds was a bit arbitrary. So it's like 10 rounds to a thing, but like why six seconds? Like, I think it is 10 rounds. I think it's because of the 10 rounds to a minute. Yeah. But it just means this is six rounds to a minute. It's a similar sort of thing in it, but 10, mm. 10 seconds around just kind of, it sounds better to me. Um, that's just a personal thing. I prefer the sound of that. <laughs> um, but what I really like is the way that XP and stuff works. It's, it's not, oh, you get XP, you level up. Grats. XP points are like a currency. Mm. So you use your XP points to buy um, like a, a level in this, or you can use it to get better spells, power up your spells. Your EXP becomes like a, a second currency. So it's not just gold for items and then you level up and get more powerful. You can, a bit like um, like the old RPG games, like video games and stuff, where you assign like points into here when you level up, points into here when you level up. It's kind of built that way. So you can have a lot more flexibility in your build because it's not just a set build path of level up. You have access to this now. Level up. Here's your next block of things. You can kind of design your character down the path you want from the get-go, which is really cool. Um, so it's it looks really good. I mean, I've been going through their their website and stuff for a, a couple days. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna pop it up on the screen for everyone else to see. And what again, is the what's the base system of it? It's its own system. Is it? Ooh. Yes. Oh, interesting. Yes. <laughs> um which is why I'm really excited because it would also tick my box of trying new systems. <laughs> um, so it's due to launch on Kickstarter soon. They haven't released their Kickstarter yet, um, but just from the stuff that they have got ready to go, it already looks pretty cool. Um, so you can see the artwork here. It's, it's also got mechanics around like sailing the seas, being traders, being pirates. It's got all of these mechanics built into it. So you, you really have the flexibility to run any kind of game in it because there's stuff in there for that already. Like you want to be a trader. Okay. And you don't want it to be sailing. Okay. We'll replace the sailing with a caravan. Like it's because the trading mechanics are all there. You would just be yeah. changing the vehicle. Um, and then the piracy thing still works because instead of pirates, you got bandits. It, it, it all kind of becomes interchangeable because the, the tricky mechanics of like, how does a trade run work? How does this work? How does that work? Is all taken care of. You're just changing the, the vehicle that you're using. Um, so it, it looks really cool and I'm very excited by it. And as soon as the Kickstarter goes live, I will be putting something on the socials about it because it looks really cool. Awesome. Thank you very much. And yeah, guys, check out Sake. Sake and Salvage Union. I've actually That's I've awesome. enjoyed taking that deeper dive into these yeah. and kind of looking into it and just kind of going, oh, that looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just because like that's the thing, right? The way we were doing it before, 
we would have basically just gone to the website and then like been trying to read it and convert that into sentence at the same time. Whereas doing yeah. it this way, we've actually been able to like look into, oh, okay, they've got stuff for this. Uh, and then we'd read something and go, oh, but how does that, oh, they've covered it here. Like we can give that, that whole picture, which is. I, yeah. I and well. you know, I, yeah, I, I kind of like that. And I think that's how we're going to do it going forward. Again, you know, this is a bit of a learning process for us and you know, we're mm. always going to try kind of make these improvements and, and, you know, try deliver the best show possible. And speaking of that, I think it's time to go and check out the lounge. I think it is. So the way the lounge is going to work is the people who have fueled us with questions for 38 episodes previously. Oh, many questions. <laughs> um, we have now approached them and said, give us topics to talk about. And just, you know, give us a list of topics. And what we're going to do every week, we are going to roll to see whose topic we pick. And right now, there are three of, there are three people. We have mm -hmm. Corvus, Sci-Fi, and Couch. And I think we should, uh, we should roll to see whose topic we pick. I think we should. All right. So I'm not going to ask you about dice because I've already done that once today. So... <clears throat> I just need to bring up their list, so I know. All right, so D6. Mm -hmm. One right. to two, couch. Two to yep. three. Uh, two to three. Three to four, even. I can't count, apparently. Maybe that's my problem with dice rolls. Well, possibly, yeah. You don't know yeah. numbers. <laughs> don't know numbers. <laughs> you can, you're rolling a 19 and going, ah, oh, goddammit, it's another three. Oh, it's a one. Fuck's <laughs> it's sake. got a one in it. Um, so, okay, one to two, couch. Three to four, sci-fi. Five to six, Corvus. Wow, why was that so hard for me to say? That's two sound bites in one episode. I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, so I am using... Ooh, I bought these like uh, a previous lodge. I don't know if my camera's picking them up properly. Ooh, they look pretty. Yeah, the, the, I like the, the font that's mm. used on them. I really yeah. Like all right, this is just going to be like every episode. I'm just going to be showing off my dice. <laughs> Look at my new dice. <laughs> Look at my new, not necessarily just dice that I have. <laughs> did you? Oh, did you get any dice for Christmas or anything? No, I got. I did get a book of dungeons, and I also got some dice from a secret Santa, which nice. you're going to be seeing on Thursday because that's what I'm going to be oh. using for. That's what I'm going to be using for Delta Green. Oh, very excited! Yeah. Very excited. <laughs> Okay, so rolling the dice, and it was a three, so I believe that was sci-fi. Sci-fi, it was indeed. All right, so let us tick one off of sci-fis. Okay. Okay, so sci-fi would like us to talk about creating NPCs in, a, in the same city or the same sort of geographical location and making them distinct and making mm. them so you're not just kind of regurgitating, oh, this dwarf is called Jeff and that one's called Beth. Yeah. Sort of thing. So do you have any sort of resources for that? Chat GPT. <laughs> I've tried that and a lot. Of, they well, seem distinct superficially, but when you kind of start reading into them, it's like, 
So yeah. what I've done is I've got a plugin for my Obsidian that has a bunch of um, ChatGPT generation fields. So it does actually give me quite distinct um, NBCs because okay. I've got they, the they've plugin. kind of, yeah. yeah. So I use that <laughs> quite a lot. Um, and then if, if I do ever get to a point where I look at it, I'm like, mm, that's awfully similar to Steve in the tavern. I'll just generate again. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I guess that's my trick to it. Um, but before I had obsidian, cause as you know, obsidian is quite a new tool for me. Um, I only really sort of got it. So sort of, it was, well, it was just before, it was just after it just we before, started. Just after we started. Yeah. So it, around it's, the same time, because I know we yeah, talked about it before. The, and then, that's what we did. That we talked about yeah. that for two hours, and we kind of went, "We yeah. should actually record this. We should record so, this." Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. So that was quite a new addition to my to my arsenal. Before that, I would, gen- I would just genuinely, I would just imitate people that I knew. <laughs> I would, I would literally just be people from the pub or from previous jobs I've had or like some dickhead I met on a night out one time. Like I would just be those people depending on what kind of character I wanted. Um, so like if I had a, I've used couch as an NPC without <laughs> realizing it was couch until like two sessions in. Um, he, he was the, what was he? He was the blacksmith in this town. And I was basically just being couched from when me and him used to work together. Cause he was a, a customer service manager. Um, and I would literally just do stuff that he would do. And it wasn't until like two sessions in, I was like, wait a minute, I know who this is. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I would literally just use people that I know or people that I've interacted with in the past or worked with in the past. Um, and just kind of be them as an NPC. I mean, have you ever been me? Yes. Ah, uh, tell tell me about that. <laughs> um, you you were the. <laughs> so it was one of those where I had a. It was. It was a. It was a. It was a Game I was running, I'm trying to remember the, the setup for it now because it was important. Because it was one of those where I was like, they need to interact with someone like you so they can realize that they're heading to a route that's going to get them slapped to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was the game I was running where they, were, they wouldn't leave this tavern because they were having fun at the tavern, which is fair enough. But like they had shit to do and they needed to go and do it. So eventually I had you come in in bardic form <laughs> and basically just put them in their place so they felt like shit and went to bed. <laughs> it was basically what, 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 I, what I sampled for that was you at the end of a night when we used to work in the clubs. And it was basically, so he, he was coming along and like they were closing the tavern essentially. So I just channeled pissed off you during bar work time at closing time when you had that group of dickheads that just wouldn't leave the table and you would just like start cleaning up around them and be like guys can you I need to can you you know 
there's a door there. Can you use it? Basically just doing you at the end of a night out. (laughs) I am honored. It worked. (laughs) Couch in the chat has put IP rights. (laughs) I mean, Couch, it was more just the, the blacksmith would send them to... It was basically, you know how when we would go out drinking and then you would send hungover people to complain to me, even though I couldn't do anything and they had to be complaining to you. That's basically what this blacksmith would do. People would come in and he would point them to somebody else who wasn't the blacksmith saying, oh yeah, that's the blacksmith. Cause he just didn't want to talk to them. <laughs> um, I like, I like it. I might start doing that in yeah. my games. It's a, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I might start channeling people. But, yeah. I mean, the way I do it is I... When I create the NPCs, they're very superficial. Mm. I've got a brief description. I've got a brief personality. And it's only when I can see there's an interest that I start kind of leaning into it. Yeah, And that's when the distinction comes up. And it kind of sets that NPC aside. Because, you know, I meet a lot of people... And superficially, they're all the fucking same anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's only when you start getting to know them, you just kind of go, oh, there's a distinct sort of... Yeah, I, I think that's that's the key to it as well, right? Is don't try and give super depth to every NPC because they're not going to care. They're just you're not. not. You're not going to use them all. Just use what you need. Be lazy. Yeah. Do the minimum and then expand as and when needed. Mm. But that's um, you know, and and to make them distinct, you, they don't. It doesn't have to be anything massive. It doesn't have no. to be anything, anything great. You can just have a slight personality change. You know, you yeah. can just have one who's a bit more joyous and bubbly, and hey guys, and then you can have one who's basically me. Yeah, and just um, I mean, it, it could even be something as silly as just giving them like a little. Um, just like a little thing they do, right? So like I, like personally me, I'm very handsy when I talk. I gesture a lot. And if I'm not, I'm, I tend to, like you guys have probably noticed from now that we're doing video and stuff, I, I tend to be like playing around with my phone or spinning around or I'm always doing stuff with my hands. So just giving them like little personality quirks can also be a way to kind of make them feel a bit more fleshed out than they really are sometimes as well. Um... Because then, you know, it, it then becomes more about the, oh, do you remember that blacksmith that would, like, he was always spinning his hammer? They don't care, what, like, what he spoke like or stuff he said. It's just funny to them that he was always spinning his hammer while he talked. Now, little things now, like I mean, that. Yeah, those are things that people seem to kind of glom onto. The, yeah. the little sort of traits. I mean, you had a, um, I don't know, just just a little Hands. quirk. Just, yeah, just a little quirk. <laughs> I mean, for, I mean, case in point, if you watch Up, yeah, what is the thing about the dog you remember the most? Squirrel. <laughs> That's it. You know, it's a silly little, it adds nothing to the story, Whoa. but it's what you remember the most. I mean, using that same analogy, right? What can you tell me about any of the other characters in Up apart from the old man, the boy and the dog? There was loads of other characters in that in that film. I will say that there is the dog with the squeaky voice. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Right. But I mean, like, you think about it, you had all of those construction workers. You don't know a thing about them, just that they were construction workers. 
Um, yeah. But they were all just, you could see that they were all distinct people because they gave them little, little mannerisms or the way that they would react to stuff in the background. You could see personality in them, even though most of them never even said a bloody word. So it's just those, those tiny things that that's what can give you the distinction. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, that, thanks for sending that in sci-fi. That, mm. I think that was a, a good topic of conversation. I am going to cross it off because if not, we're going to fail. Oh shit. That nearly <laughs> happened. That nearly happened to me today with the intro. I had to write the intro and just went, this, have I, do you know, the one about, attacks of, the one about attacks of opportunity when we think, have I used that? Because <laughs> I hadn't unchecked it. It was like, oh shit, that would have been embarrassing. Oh God, that's funny. That is funny. So, so we'll close that off. And, but yeah, thanks ever so much sci-fi for sending that in mm -hmm. thank you to our collaborators thank you to everyone who's um who's sent stuff in thank you for for sending in um salvage union and sake for us to talk mm. about fantastic yeah. systems um yes. you know if you want to support these these um designers go just do it just you yeah. know spend money on them because you know these these are definitely worth investing in. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, I mean, they just look so good. And these guys have put so much work in uh, to, to getting the, these things, you know, these systems to where they are as well. So crazy respect for that as well. Yeah. So I think that's about all we've got time for tonight. Um, so once again, thanks to our collaborators for, for giving us stuff to talk about. Thanks to... Um, the people that have sent stuff in for the notice board. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you to you, Justin, for spending Aww. some time with me this evening. Would you like to tell people where they can find you on the internet? Yes. So I can be found uh, most places at Just An Accurate TV. Um, I also do stuff on YouTube at Just An Accurate as well. Um, and obviously in our Facebook group and the Discord server. As for me, you can catch me at naturaljuan at dice.camp on Mastodon. You can also interact with us on most of the social media um, venues. Um, you can find us at Too Legit to Quit on Threads, Instagram, Blue Sky, and YouTube, as well as, like Justin said, the Facebook group. More importantly, if you like what you like, what we do, like what, and want to see more, um give us a like give us a rating subscribe to our channel talk to us about your friend talk no talk to your friends about us well no, talk and, to us about your friends as well i'm oh, fine when talk i talk to us about your friends yeah. i'm i'm interested mm, yeah <laughs> um but most importantly of all thank you to everyone who has spent time out of their busy days listening to two idiots waffle along about tabletop role-playing games thank you very much good night see you later guys 